Hello, my love. Welcome back to the Not So Service Level Podcast. To start this episode, I just want to give you a forewarning that I am outside with Wrigley, my dog. He is playing with his toy, and so you might hear him squeaking in the background here and there. I was debating just taking the toy away or moving, and I'm like, you know what? He has cancer. I'm trying to let him live his best life, and you know, life happens. So, um, but did want to give you that forewarning. I'm so excited to dig into this episode, and it's funny because I have felt called to record this episode for, oh my gosh, like eight months now. (laughs) It's such a long time, and I have taken so many stabs at it. I've tried so many times, and every single time, I'm just like, that ain't it. It's I have struggled to articulate it in a way that really, really feels true to me. And this is a really important conversation that I finally posted in full about on Instagram because over many months now, I've talked about it a little bit here and there, but haven't really opened it up to a larger conversation. And I finally did a feed post about it. And after doing that, I'm like, okay, I feel like where I'm at right now, I I know how I how to articulate this in a way that does actually feel true to me. So, oh, there he goes. <laughs> Hopefully you can't hear that in the background. Wrigley is squeaking his toy right under me, of course, um, because what better place than right beneath mom as she's recording to squeak my toy? So a little bit of background, I will include the feed post down below just for reference, but I noticed myself many months ago, like last year, actually a little bit over a year ago, I noticed myself not resonating as much with the spiritual space. And I use that term generally, obviously, this doesn't include everyone. I just noticed it happening more and more with spiritual people that I used to resonate with. I just wasn't resonating with as much. And I started noticing this overall trend, yes, in society, but I think specifically in the spiritual space, where people were still in their egos. And when I realized that, it it kind of blew my mind. It also made me really sad because I had this realization one day, holy shit, people are in their egos literally 99% of the time. And I think it's an interesting conversation because... This is just my perspective. It feels like in general with spirituality, part of it is this feeling of, I do things differently, I see things differently. And a lot of times it's from, you know, well, I I am a soul and I lead with my soul. I see the higher perspective. I see truth. But... I started to see that just because people realized they're an internal soul in a human body and they have an ego as a human didn't mean that they actually were leading with soul and not ego. I started to realize, oh, wow, this wasn't just like, oh, I, I have this level of awareness that I'm an eternal soul, I have an ego, and all of a sudden, I'm never an ego, I'm always in soul. I started to realize it doesn't really work like that. And I think a lot of people 
who considered themselves spiritual kind of did have this elevated self-perception, if you will, of, and I'm speaking here from experience. I, I'm using the collective we as in I am included. We sometimes see ourselves as holier than thou. Like, well, I'm spiritual. I don't do things that way. Or I wouldn't say that. Or I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do that. And I really started noticing that within myself. It actually did happen on the level where I'm like, okay, why do I see myself like this? Why do I see myself as better than people in my life who aren't spiritual? Because isn't that a not so spiritual perspective? And when I had this honest look at myself, I started seeing, oh, wow, this is a thing. (laughs) This is something that actually I think is very, very prevalent where we consider ourselves spiritual and then all of a sudden we think that we don't fall into the same habits or fall into the same wrongdoings or fall into the same judgments because we're spiritual. And I think what we forget along the way is that this idea of what it means to be spiritual, that what it takes to actually do that is active intentionality, active practice. This doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen where all of a sudden you're now this spiritual being who is constantly and consistently operating in alignment with your soul, with your higher self, with the spiritual perspective. No, 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 because you are a human and our habit is to see things from the lens of the ego, to operate from ego. And unless we are consistently, actively noticing our ego pop up and expanding beyond that, opening up to see things from the higher perspective, opening up to the wisdom from our soul, opening up to the frequency of love and openness, then we are in ego. This is a practice. And at first, I personally felt very overwhelmed by this. I was like, oh God, this is like a level of responsibility that I don't really know if I can do. This means that every single minute of the day, I have to notice whether, like, I have to notice which side is speaking to me. It's almost like the angel and the devil on your shoulders. In every moment, there can be two different perspectives, if you will. And it's your job, your responsibility to notice the voices and to notice when, ooh, I'm in ego right now. Because the thing is, it's not obvious. It's so easy to say, oh, that person's in their ego. Oh, that was done in ego. And it's really hard to look in the mirror and say, oh, wow, 99% of my life, I have been operating in ego because I haven't actively, I haven't actively tried to not be an ego. I have an actively chosen soul. And I think this conversation is challenging because the ego has been condemned in the spiritual community where it's like, oh God, not ego. That has become this shadow that we don't want to own, that we don't want to admit when we are in. So then it makes it even 10 times harder to admit when we're in ego. Because here's the thing, we are human beings, We all have an ego. It's just an aspect of ourselves. 
again, the angel and the devil, it's always there. It's always speaking to you, if you will. I don't know how a better way to say it. So I'll, I'll say that it's always speaking to you, if you will. And if you're not familiar with the texture of your perception, the texture of your thoughts, the texture of how you're seeing things, how you're thinking about things, how you're moving, how you're making decisions, how you're relating to people, how you're having conversations, there's a good chance it's in ego simply because that's kind of the norm. Because that's the that's what's normal in our world. We don't really have these conversations, right? Like it always blows my mind how wildly misunderstood emotional intelligence is, how widely misunderstood self-awareness is. And those are just like a, a small little aspect, if you will, of consciousness, of waking up to who you are beyond your thoughts, beyond your emotions, beyond your feelings, your perceptions, your judgments, your projections, beyond all of that. I don't really hear in regular in our regular society, regular world, I guess, I don't hear people having the conversation of, oh, am I in ego or am I in soul right now? That has been a conversation that you'd hear, if anywhere, in the spiritual community. I just didn't see people practicing that. I (laughs) didn't realize it at the time, but more so lately as I've been forgiving myself for the journey of my business and really opening up to see the higher perspective, I started to see that the pause that my soul was asking me to take in my business was really the start of my consciousness journey. For a long time, I haven't offered anything in my business because my soul asked me to wake up to new levels of who I am. My first level of awakening was as a spiritual being, really waking up to realize, oh, I'm just a spiritual being. I'm just a spirit, an eternal soul in this human body, in this human experience. That was waking up level one. Level two happened for me last year when I really started to see, oh God, (laughs) it's one thing to notice, or it's one thing to know that I'm not my thoughts. I'm not my emotions. I'm not my feelings. I'm not my judgments. I'm not my perceptions. I'm not my projections. It's another thing to actually separate yourself from those and not identify with them. It's another thing to live your life in this conscious state where you are constantly observing, getting curious about, being honest with yourself, and questioning how you're seeing things, questioning how you're thinking about things, how you're feeling about things. That is an entire other level of living. What I realized is, oh, this, like, this is what my soul was nudging me towards. This was a very intense journey because I'll tell you this, it's really fucking uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable when I look back and I think, huh, like, how did I not see this earlier? How did I, how did I not notice this ever? How did I not wake up to this earlier in my journey? It's because I didn't want to look in the mirror and see that. Part of my 
love for spirituality was that I started to build this unshakable, unfuckable bond with myself where I started to trust myself. I started to see myself. I started to know myself. I started to know the real me. And I started having real ideas about things, real beliefs and opinions about things that I didn't have before. So I started to build this level of trust within myself of like, oh, wow, I really am my own person. And I really started to own that. And I think part of like the self-righteousness where this came in, it was like I started and again, I'm just speaking from my perspective and I hope some of this is landing with you activating some of your own realizations. But I started to see where I really felt like my way was the way my opinions were the right opinions, how I saw things in a relationship, like my perspective was the right perspective. And I think I couldn't, I just wasn't available, I guess, to jump into this consciousness work right away and to wake up in this way because I couldn't be that honest with myself. I couldn't accept that, oh, just because I'm a spiritual being, just because I can have access to my soul's wisdom and to divine guidance doesn't mean that that's always where I'm at. Again, it would require me to take this radical responsibility and to be really, really honest with myself and to start questioning myself, to really get curious about how I'm seeing things the way that I'm seeing things, how I'm thinking about things and why I'm thinking about them that way. And the biggest thing is coming back again and again is this actually true to me like is this just true for the moment where this might pass or is this a constant is this thing is this thought is this feeling my perception in this moment is this going to change when my feelings change when I looked at myself in this way and questioned myself that meant that I wasn't always right that sometimes how I initially was seeing something or thinking about something it wasn't right and I don't mean right as in right and wrong I mean true for me that sometimes my original thought about something my original feeling about something it wasn't actually true to me that I was just seeing things in a way that was from ego and when I started playing around with this I'm like huh okay, maybe I feel wrong. Like maybe it feels wrong because I have found validation in this for so long. But that's the thing about ego. There is no right and wrong. Simply in that thinking of right and wrong, we're in ego. Simply in the moments when we're having a tough conversation with someone and we just want to tell them off or we're thinking about them in a certain way if it's in disconnection if it's in the energy of I'm right and you're wrong or trying to think of another example but really anything in the energy of separation disconnection that's ego 
that is ego. Ego isn't this like blaring, hello, this is your ego speaking. It's simply the energy of your thoughts, the energy of you. I love so much how much triggers have gotten a little bit more of a mainstream moment. However, I think it's something that's still wildly misunderstood because triggers happen many times a day, most likely, not for everyone. But if we're actually honest with ourselves, we will likely see that we are triggered all of the time. Our past stuff is triggered all the time. Our ego is triggered all of the time. The human experience is absolutely beautiful and relationships are both a blessing and a curse, if you will. Relationships can be the most beautiful containers for us to expand in love. And they can also be the most triggering places where our our ego is triggered, where The other person does something, says something, whatever it is, that makes us feel a certain way, and our ego is triggered. Most people, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, most people, when their partner, their friend, their parent, anyone else in their life, their employer, has said something that upsets them, makes them mad, triggers them in any way, most people are not going to take a look inward and question the thoughts that are going on in their head. The, oh my God, that's so fucked up. I can't believe that person did that. Oh my God, I'm not going to hang out with them anymore. I'm not going to see them anymore. Right? And many of you listening are probably like, well, if someone did that to me or did something messed up to me or said something messed up to me, then yeah, like I'm going to be mad about it and da, 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 This doesn't mean don't have emotions about it. Don't have feelings about it. Because your human is going to have its own reactions. But consciousness is the awareness the awakening to who you are behind all of that, behind the thoughts, (laughs) behind the judgments, behind the feelings, behind the emotions, behind the perceptions, and noticing what is being projected from that place. You are the one behind and beyond all of those. You are the one constant Your thoughts might change, your feelings might change, your emotions might change, your judgments, your perceptions. You are the one constant. But in our society, we have gotten to a place where we're very justified. Like we find justification, we find this validation from like, well, yeah, that person did something that's to me, of course I'm mad. And I always think it's interesting because I see this all the time where Someone feels a certain way, but they're not really confident in it. So they go and they ask their, the other people in their lives, so-and-so did this to me. Like, do you think that's messed up? Do you think that's messed up? Do you think that's messed up? 
And it's because a part of them is doubting that. A part of them, the truest part of them, realizes I might see this situation or this person in this way right now, but it doesn't mean that that's what's true or even what's true to me. That this thought that I'm having, this perception about them that I'm having, might pass when these feelings pass. The reason that this is so important is because a lot of times, I mean, not even a lot of times, I would say like every time, we're not aware of our ego. We're reacting out of it. We are acting, reacting to those thoughts, to those feelings, to those emotions, those judgments, those perceptions. So we are actively creating a reality that's not actually aligned with us. We're actively doing things, having conversations, making decisions that aren't actually aligned with the truest part of us because they're aligned with our ego. I think relationships is probably the easiest way to understand consciousness just because it's human to human. But this is really the groundwork for conscious creation, creating your reality from a place of consciousness. This is true fulfillment. This is true alignment. This is true alignment with your soul, the truest part of you. When we move through our life unconsciously, as in simply reacting to the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions, the judgments, perceptions, and we're not questioning them first, we're not consciously moving, we're moving out of ego, we're operating from ego. And again, this takes, I don't want to say effort, it takes practice and dedication and intentionality. There are going to be so many times where you later realize, ooh, I really acted out of ego in that moment. But if you are truly, truly committed to this journey, it's going to be this muscle that's built upon, that gets stronger and stronger. This level of awareness is going to get stronger and stronger. You're going to be able to notice quicker and quicker when you're in ego so that you can start to notice it in the moment. And this doesn't mean that we're perfect. It doesn't mean that we're perfect and that we never act out of ego or react unconsciously. But at least we have the intentionality behind it. And, you know, I, I want to share this. When I really started getting into higher self-work, really started tuning in, tapping into my higher self, I started to build this level of understanding of like, huh, how I see my higher self, I think is a little bit different than other people. To me, my higher self wasn't this abstract idea or even abstract energy, abstract concept. It was a version of myself 
that I could choose to embody in every single minute of my life. But it was a choice. It didn't just happen. Even when I was tapping into my higher self, I had to be the one that actively embodied her moment by moment by moment. The truth is you don't just become your higher self. You have to actively choose to expand past your ego, your lower self, to embody that higher version of you, the highest version of you, again and again and again. It doesn't just happen. And I really believe that it's our life's work to embody our higher self. This doesn't just happen over a year. I'm not coming to you from this place of like, every single moment of the day, I am embodied in my higher self. (laughs) No. This is a practice. It's an intentionality. It's a journey. But it's a journey of choosing again and again and again. Bringing that level of awareness. Being hyper aware of the energy of our thoughts, of our perceptions, our judgments. Noticing when we're seeing things from a higher perspective, seeing things from, I'll say a lighter perspective because that's how it feels. I know when I'm in my soul's perspective, like when I'm aligned with my soul's perspective, when the energy of how I'm seeing things, it literally feels like it's encased, enclosed in light. You know, when you receive a download or you receive divine guidance, divine messages, it's like you just know that this is truth. It feels like light just dropped into you. That's how it feels when I shift from ego to soul. Because all the time I see things, I'm in my feelings about something, someone triggered me, some life triggered me, whatever the fuck it is. And I'm seeing things from my ego's perspective and it's like, oh, I can't believe that happened. That's so annoying. Why did that person say that? Why did that happen? Ha- have to happen? And I notice my energy. I'm like, whoo, my human had a reaction to that. Woo. Okay. Let's take a deep breath. And I'm going to open up to see things differently. I'm going to open up to my soul's wisdom to see this perspective or this person, sorry, this situation or this person from a higher perspective. That's one that's in more truth. That's not just the tunnel vision of how I'm seeing things in this moment, but that's actually true. It's so interesting to me because I I did this, this practice with myself all of the time. And then when I started doing it with clients, they'd be like, ah, fuck, okay, I see what you're talking about. It's really easy to judge another person like, okay, let's say that someone said that they were going to meet you for lunch at 3 p.m. and they never showed. Of course, it's going to be triggering to your human. Of course, your human's going to be like, what the fuck? Why did they not come to lunch? That's so messed up. They did this to so-and-so last month. I'm so done with them. da 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 And it's so easy to project all of these stories about what happened. They just don't care about me. They're just a lousy friend. Da-da-da-da. Whatever the fuck else. It's in this energy that we literally aren't open to seeing things another way. Because there could be infinite reasons why this person didn't show up. What if they didn't have bad intentions? What if they got in a car accident? And they literally couldn't call you. 
it is so small-minded of us as humans because that's that's what it is we're humans our perception of things when it's from our minds is naturally small that's natural i say this all the time to people i don't want access to your mind i want access to your higher mind i don't want access to your human mind everyone has one of those everyone uses those like it's not that special to me i want access to your higher mind because your higher mind is able to see things from a higher perspective, able to see things in truth, above distortion, above illusion. So let's go back to that example. Someone didn't show up for lunch. You might feel that way. You might feel triggered. You might feel like, I just want to call them and tell them off. But when you notice the reaction, it's like, whew, okay. You create that gap between you and your human, you and your reaction, you and the thoughts, the feelings, everything that's going on that wants to react, you're creating a gap between it. And from that place, you can start to open up. You can start to open up to see things from our perspective. Because it's just going to be this inner whisper that just drops in, filled with light. Ah. <sighs> Something must have happened. Something must have came up. And I'll find out when I meant to find out. I'll figure, you know, that the person will tell me. I'll figure out another way when I meant to. I am so curious to see, like, what people's reactions are to these examples. Because I just, I got to be honest, for, like, the last year operating in this way, I have felt like, holy shit, I'm such an outcast. I felt that way my entire life. But really navigating life in this way, it's hard to see when the people in my life are reacting out of ego and are so stuck in that ego perspective that they're not actually open to seeing the truth, open to seeing that it could be any number of things that happen. And I'm not going to get into too much in this conversation, but I just want to address that This doesn't mean that we always give everyone passes, that we just let someone walk all over us. You know, if that person comes back and they're like, oh yeah, I didn't feel like showing up. It doesn't mean that we don't set boundaries or that we don't have hard conversations. We don't speak our truth, but we do those things from a soul place. Because it's really easy to be like, oh, yeah, okay, well, I was going to give you a pass. Well, fuck you. I'm not hanging out with you anymore. (laughs) Right? It's really easy to get right back into ego. But can we stay in that soul perspective? Can we stay aligned with soul and make the decisions, take the action, do whatever needs to be done so that you feel good in the relationship from the place of your soul? That, to me, should be the bar for spirituality. And long story short, that is why I stopped resonating with spirituality. Why, to me, spirituality and consciousness are two very different things. When someone says that they're a spiritual person, they like spirituality, whatever, I'm like, hmm, what does that mean to you? Because I started realizing that to everyone, that means something different. And that, that's a beautiful thing. I've said this in the past. 
I really think that what spirituality means to us is really meant to be whatever the fuck serves us in this lifetime and in this period of our life. And naturally, it's going to change. It's going to evolve based on what we're going through. But it's important to me to really have this level of understanding with people that just because you like spirituality or you engage in spiritual practices doesn't make you a good person. It doesn't make you actually awake. Uh, Yes, on one level, you're awake. But there are many more levels of awakenings that we just haven't accessed yet and that we have to have the courage to access. We have to be honest enough with ourselves to access. So with that, this is the nature of my work. Stay tuned for many offers. All, as I would say, like the thread amongst all of them is consciousness, conscious awakening, conscious creation, conscious living, conscious relating, all things consciousness. This is completely blown the lid off of what I thought was truth and alignment and how to live in a way that's actually true and aligned for ourselves. So stay tuned. I'll be announcing those on Instagram whenever they're ready. It has been a long journey of co-creation. Like I mentioned in a recent podcast episode, the life update episode, but they're going to be so, so worth it. These offers are literally going to change the fucking planet. And I cannot wait. I'm so, so excited to share them with you. I'm going to end the episode here. If you loved this episode, if it resonated with you in any way, if it triggered you in any way, good. That means that things are shifting for you. And I know it can be really hard when we hear something and we're like, well, fuck that. Like, no, that's wrong or this or that. And even more so if you're hearing this and thinking, that's not me, without taking any moments of pause to have like a real honest look inward, then maybe re-listen to this episode and it's going to click whenever it's meant to. But it's a, I want to say it's a subtle difference because at first when you don't have the level of awareness of when you're in soul and when you're in ego, it does feel really subtle which is why a lot of people, even though they consider themselves spiritual, miss it. But you, it'll click for you and you'll, you'll start to notice it more. And I would love to connect on this episode on Instagram, however it landed for you. I love having this be a two-way conversation versus me just blasting out messages into the interwebs. If you're loving the Not So Service Level podcast as a whole, I'd be so appreciative if you'd be willing to rate or review it, whatever feels aligned. It can just be a simple rating, no words, or you can pour your heart out, whatever it is. I truly would be so, so grateful. It just helps spread the message and get this podcast to more people. And with that, I will be back with a new episode soon. A few episodes in just a couple days. Ooh, this is new. Bye.